Hello and good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you are. My name is Anike Akinbode. I call myself Anike Akins, just to shorten the last name. And everyone knows me as Liz. So when I initially started this podcast, I named it International Chat with Liz, just so that it would be in alignment with my uh, brand name, which is Liz the International Diva. And But as I started to grow more and more in my spiritual journey with, with God, you know, I start to listen more to the voice. I don't go ahead of myself. I'm, you know, practicing allowing God to order my steps. So it's interesting. Sometimes these thoughts flow in the middle of the night. I'll just wake up or my daughter may wake me up because she probably wants some water or some milk or something like that. And then I'm not able to sleep again. And that is when the voice really speaks. You know, that's when the spirit is speaking to you. And I learn to listen more and more. And I'm still working on it because I get distracted so easily. I start thinking about a bill I have to pay, you know, and certain things. But for the most part, I really listened and In the process of listening, I said, God, I did not record for the month of July because I do this monthly, right? And I kind of want to make it more often. Uh, But for now, it's still on a monthly basis, uh, just so that it allows me time to do a lot of the other things that I do, right? But I want to create more time for God. So this might be more more than just a monthly thing, right? It'll be a little more often. All right. So anyway, let's go back to why I started this conversation. Uh, So I said, I didn't record last month. Something just didn't feel right. Uh, Besides the transition that I was making in my life and all the things going on and the business that I started, uh, I was like, I just feel like there needs to be more to this podcast. And the voice of God says, I want people to know me, right? Just as much as he wants me to continue knowing him, I want people to know me. And then it hit me, knowing God why not just call it knowing god Um, i think that title in itself is enough to strike an interest in people you know what does this person have to say how are you going to speak to me um and you know how will it resonate for me to understand that i need to know god you know what i mean and so i was like wow god you are awesome and i jumped up and i immediately sat down and said this is what I'm going to do. And I started changing things around, updating the um, the information about my podcast and all those kind of things. And then it just pushed me to do a lot of other updates on my other pages. So I have to really ground myself in just staying focused and working. Because when you're working for yourself and when you're trying to build a brand or build a business, it requires your attention 100%. So every time you slack off, your business slacks off and then people don't know you anymore, you know, Um, and it's the same thing with God. Every time you slack, every time you fall back or you backslide, you know, God becomes more and more distant. And so whenever you're asking for something or whenever you're saying, but what's going on? I've been trying my hardest and I've been wanting to do this and I want to do that, but it's not happening. God, I keep praying. Yeah, he hears your prayers, but they're so far because in between, there's so many other things that you regard more than him, right? And so how do we bridge that gap? 
And that is being consistent. That is being diligent. That is being true to self. That is you saying, I want something better for my life. You understand? And so that's where I'm at right now. And I want to continue this growth. I want to continue this journey with God. And I want to be a vessel for God, right? And so that brings me to this month's topic, which I should have uh, done it much earlier, but hey, we're still in the same month. So (laughs) you're going to get it and I hope you enjoy it. So the topic for this month is called Vessel of Honor. And uh, this was a sermon that I gave in church. Our pastor does allow, um, you know, a few of her members who are pretty diligent and who really want to know God, who really want to work for God. She gives everybody an opportunity to deliver a sermon. And um, I've just been blessed to deliver not one, but many sermons. And I really enjoy this one. So I hope you enjoy it too. Now, you guys know, I like to use two versions of the Bible so that for those who are just really getting to know God and know the word, they will um, be able to follow along. So I do use the King James version because I think it's very powerful and it resonates. And I also use the ERV version, which is a easy read version. And it really does just break down the King James version. So without further ado, I shall proceed. What is a vessel? So Webster Dictionary defines a vessel as a container, which is used for holding something, right? So I went a little further. I said, so who is a vessel? And a vessel is a person into whom some quality such as grace is infused as a child of light, a true vessel of the Lord. And these are not my words. This actually came from, you know, research, internet dictionary. So I was really pleased that they used this definition, right? So we might be in the world, but there are a lot of people who are not We might be in this world, but there are a lot of people who are not of the world, right? Because that definition in itself, I thought was just divine. A person into whom some quality such as grace is infused as a child of light, a true vessel of the Lord. So let's go even deeper. God is searching for spiritual vessels, people who are filled with the Holy Spirit and the teachings of the word. You know, people who walk by faith and not by sight. People who are being used by God, truly. A good example, I'll say, of a vessel was Mary, right? Mary is a great example. She was a spiritual vessel. And that was by grace she was seen fit to carry our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Mary was described as a virtuous woman. She was a virgin. You know, um, I'm going to assume she never cursed. She never abused anyone. She probably just lived the best, you know, way possible um, in life. And God saw her to be pure and holy and clean to carry the sun. All right. So do we consider ourselves vessels of honor? That is one that holds steadfast, slow to anger, slow to speak, meek, humble, faithful, and righteous. Do we teach God's word truthfully and faithfully? So why is God seeking vessels of honor? Uh, The chapter that I'm going to go into is, well, the book I'm going to go into is Jeremiah. And we're going to go to chapter 5 from verse 20 to 31. So I'm going to start with the King James Version. We start from verse 20. It says, Declare this in the house of Jacob and publish it in Judah, saying, 
Hear now this, O foolish people, and without understanding, which have eyes and see not, which have ears and hear not. Fear ye not me, saith the Lord? Will ye not tremble at my presence, which have placed the sand for the bound of the sea, by a perpetual decree that it cannot pass it? And though the waves thereof toss themselves, yet can they not prevail? Though they roar, yet can they not pass over it? Verse 23 says, But this people hath a revolting and a rebellious heart. They are revolted and gone. Neither say they in their heart, Let us know the fear, let us now fear the Lord our God, that giveth rain, both the former and the latter, in his season. He reserveth unto us the appointed weeks of the harvest. Verse 25 goes on to say, Your iniquities have turned away these things, and your sins have withholden good things from you. Mm. 26 says, For among my people are found wicked men. They lay wait as he sat, as he that setteth snares. They set a trap. They catch men. Mm. Those are people who deceive you. Verse 27 says, As a cage is full of birds, so are their houses full of deceit. Therefore they are become great and waxen rich. Verse 28 says, They are waxen fat, they shine, yea, they overpass the deeds of the wicked. They judge not the cause, the cause of the fatherless, yet they prosper, and the right of the needy do they not judge. So they are unfair, right? These people who trick you, these people who have become rich off of oppressing you. Verse 29 says, Shall I not visit for these things, saith the Lord? Shall not my soul be avenged on such a nation as this? A wonderful and horrible thing is committed in the land. Verse 31 says, The prophets prophesy falsely, and the priests bear rule by their means, and my people love to have it so. And what will ye do in the end thereof? So now I'm going to go to the easy read version because I know some of us are probably like, huh? Wait, what? Um, and when, I, when you hear me read this easy read version, you'll get a more clear understanding. So we start from verse 20 again, and it says, Tell this message to the family of Jacob, and tell it in the nation of Judah. Hear this message, you foolish people who have no sense. You have eyes, but you don't see. You have ears, but you don't listen. Surely you are afraid of me. This message is from the Lord. And this is Jeremiah speaking. He says, you should shake with fear in front of me. I am the one who made the sandy shores to hold back the sea. I made it that way to keep the water in its place forever. Uh, and they're referring, he's basically referring to, you know, when you go to the beach, the water can go but so far because of the sand that was placed there. It's supposed to keep it in place, basically. If it goes any further, then we know that, that there's a little bit more to it. Maybe God's wrath, right? <laughs> uh, the waves may pound the beach, but they will not destroy it. The waves may roar as they come in, but they cannot go beyond the beach. But the people of Judah are stubborn. They are always planning ways to turn against me. They turned away from me and left me. This is God speaking through Jeremiah to the people of uh, Jerusalem, Israel. The people of Judah never say to themselves, let's fear and respect the Lord our God. He gives us autumn and spring rains at just the right time. He makes sure that we have the harvest at just the right time. You don't have these blessings because you have done wrong. Your sins have kept these good things away from you. I'm sorry, verse 25 says, you don't have these blessings because you have done wrong. 
Your sins have kept these good things away from you. Verse 26 says, There are evil men among my people. They are like men who make nets for catching birds. They set their traps, but they catch people instead of birds. Their houses are full of lies, like a cage full of birds. Their lies made them rich and powerful. They have grown big and fat from the evil they have done. There is no end to the evil they do. They will not plead the case of children who have no parents. They will not help these orphans. They will not let the poor be judged fairly. And this, these are things that we're facing now when you think about it. Verse 29 says, should I punish the people of Judah for doing these things? This message is from the Lord, says Jeremiah. You know I should punish a nation with such as this. I should give it the punishment it deserves. Verse 30 says, a terrible and shocking thing has happened in the land of Judah. The prophets tell lies. The priests tell uh, the priest will not do what they were chosen to do. And my people love it this way. But what will you do? Uh, but what will you people do when your punishment comes? Um, if we read a bit further, uh, well, if we go back into that particular book um, in Jeremiah 5, if we start from verse 1, because we started from 20, you know, God had spoken to Jeremiah saying, if you can do me this one thing, you know, he said in the beginning, you know, go, can you walk to the streets of Jerusalem to find at least one good person who was honest and searching for the truth? Just one. And he says to Jeremiah that if you can find that one person, I will save the entire city. I will save all the people if you could just find one. And that only one person really is Jeremiah who's trying to deliver that message to the people who are being so stubborn, you know? Um, and Jeremiah knows that this would be pretty much impossible because he says to Jeremiah, if you can just find one, I will forgive Jerusalem. And Jeremiah was the one chosen to be that vessel. He went out, he said, you know what? I will go out and I will warn the people of Judah and Israel. You know, and you know, as I read this, <laughs> it sort of made me, laugh because I, I feel like God was just fed up because in verse 18 God expressed that he wouldn't destroy Judah completely see there was grace in verse 19 he says because of the way people deserted God serving false idols he said they will they will serve foreigners in a land that does not belong to them you know when I read this part, I laughed because I immediately thought about we African people, we black folks. You know, God says, he says they're going to serve foreigners. They're going to be, what's the word? They, they will serve foreigners in a land that does not belong to them. Now, if you think about our current situation in this land, on this land, on the soil of America, how the blacks are being oppressed, how we are being killed left and right, how there's injustice, there's inequality. You know, we're dealing with so much. This is why I always say we are definitely the chosen people. We are God's people, but we are so stubborn. We fight against ourselves. We idolize ourselves. We idolize other people as opposed to God. And our God is a jealous God, right? We're idolizing people like Beyonce and Jay-Z and Rihanna and, and the list goes on. But these people are human. They're not God. They can't give you joy. They can't bring happiness to your life, true happiness. They can't fulfill the purpose that is meant for your life. 
You know, and I say this a lot. I think I've said it in a few of my podcasts that God, he said in Jeremiah, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you and I had plans for you. And we sit here, a lot of times people are searching and searching and searching. I've been there and I'm still there at times. But I double back and remember God has a plan for me, but I got to stay on track. And it means reading the word daily to really understand God so that I can become a vessel, so that I can do what I'm doing now, you know, and be able to speak to others and use the word as my reference to back it up and to compare it to our modern day living because that's really the only way we can understand what God's true purpose is for us, how God works, how God operates, how God wants us to be. You know, it's not that hard, but it's difficult when we're so consumed with the things of this world. So, you know, we go further, right? We all know about Apostle Paul, who was in the New Testament. He wrote about, I think, was it 13 books? I'm not sure. I keep researching that. Some are saying it was nine and some are saying it's 13. But he wrote most of the books of the New Testament, right? And most of it he wrote while he was in jail. Jeremiah is from the Old Testament. So it's always good to kind of use the Old Testament to now talk about the New Testament, right? And in this chapter that we read with Jeremiah, it's basically God pointing out all the crazy, all the evil, all the idolizing that is going on. And why is it that I can't find one person? Why can't I find one vessel in whom I can give grace? From whom, I should say, I can give grace to the greater population. So which one black person, right? Let's just use that again, is willing to stand up for God as a representation of God to on behalf of the people of the entire black community black nation you know what i mean who's willing to stand up who's willing to be that vessel that vessel of honor that is a very strong title to have so we're going to apostle paul talks about a faithful servant a vessel of honor for god he expresses the responsibilities of a true vessel um and we're going to quickly take ourselves I believe it's 2 Timothy 2. So allow me a moment to just take us to 2 Timothy 2 because again, it is important to use the Bible as my backup, as my reference, as my proof to what I am saying to you guys, right? So 2 Timothy 2, and it's from verse 14 to 26. So for those of you who are listening, feel free to grab your Bible, open it up and read you know, whatever version it is that you have. Again, I'm just in love with uh, King James Version. And I love that the easy read version uh, gives us a better, a deeper meaning. So, <sighs> you must be just, upright, and pure. That's the way I see it. We're going to start from 2 Timothy 2, and we're going to read from verse 14. So I read, and that is from the King James Version. And it says, of these things, put them in remembrance, charging them before the Lord, that they strive not about words to no profit, but to the subserving of the hearers. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. We need someone who is upright, someone who is not ashamed of the gospel, right? Verse 16 says, But shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase unto more ungodliness. 
We have some people who talk a little too much that you stray away from the word and it just makes people like not believe more and more. Right. And that's what it's saying here in verse 16. Verse 17 says, and their word will eat as doth a canker of whom is Hymenius and Philetus. And Hymenius and Philetus are the men. Well, it says it at 18, who concerning the truth have erred, saying that the resurrection is past already and overthrow the faith of some. And I'm going to read the easy reversion so you can understand who those two men were. They were supposed to be ministers, but they started to deviate from the true meaning of Christ and, and why he died for us. And um, it started to create even more unbelievers. Verse 19 says, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. Having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. And let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. Verse 21 says, If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. Flee also youthful lusts, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. But foolish and unlearned questions avoid, knowing that they do gender strifes. Verse 23 is very important, and I make sure that I follow that. You know, what verse 23 is basically saying, now that you have taken on this honor and that you have chosen to be a vessel for God, do not welcome people who want to ask foolish questions or try to test your faith or try to, you know, waver your understanding of the word. You know, don't, there's no need to argue. At the end of the day, you weren't ashamed to spread the gospel the way you know best from what you have learned and what you have read in the, from the word and your experience or personal relationship with Christ, with God, right? It's the Trinity. It's all in one with the spirit. You don't want anybody to shake you. So when you see that people are getting a little testy or they want to start questioning or they want to say, well, doesn't the Bible say this? You tell them, hey, listen, all I can do is tell you that God is real and that the Lord and Savior died for you and I. And what you need to seek right now is salvation. And if you're ready to do that, then I'm ready to pray with you. And that's it. And you move on. You don't have to prove your faith in God. God is not a religion. God is a spirit. So you don't have to sit there and say, oh, I'm a, I'm a real Christian. And I'm a, remember, Christ, the word Christian came from the word Christ, which is fine. But it doesn't mean that all Christians believe that Christ died for us. Let's not get it twisted now. You all already know me. All right. So verse 24 goes on to say, and the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient, in meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. If God pre-adventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, which is very important as well. And the last verse 26 says, and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. And it's so deep when you read it from the King James Version, because you try, I, I, what I do is I try to read it over and over. I close my eyes in the same presence saying, God, make me understand how you're saying this. And then when I read the easy reversion, it's like, boom, I did get it. But it makes it even more clear. 
So very quickly, I'm going to go to the easy read version. I didn't really want to make this um, episode too long. So I have, I think, about seven minutes. and I think we can get it done. And so um, we're going to get um, start from verse 14 again. And I'm reading the ERV version, which is the easy read version. Verse 14 says, Keep on telling everyone these truths and warn them before God not to argue about words. Such arguments don't help anyone and they ruin those who listen to them. Do your best to be the kind of person God will accept and give yourself to him. Be a worker who has no reason to be ashamed of his work, one who applies the true teaching in the right way. Stay away from people who talk about useless things that are not from God. That kind of talk will lead a person more and more against God. Their evil teaching will spread like a sickness inside the body. Hymenaeus and Philetus are men like that. They have left the true teaching. They say that the day when people will be raised from death has already come and gone, and they are destroying the faith of some people. But God's strong foundation never moves, and these words are written on it. The Lord knows those who belong to him. Also, these words are written there. Everyone who says they believe in the Lord must stop doing wrong, which is very hard for a lot of people. Verse 20 says, in a large house, there are things made of gold and silver, but there are also things made of wood and clay. Some of these are used for special purposes, others for ordinary jobs. And in King James Version, it says some to be made honorable and some to be made dishonorable, right? The Lord wants to use us, you and I, for special purposes. So make yourself clean from all evil. Then you will be holy and the master can use you. You will be ready for any good work. And so I feel like God really wants to use me because every time I find myself going down a path that I know isn't good, my spirit immediately judges me. It tells me. And in that moment, I immediately seek repentance from God. And that shows your growth. It shows your spiritual growth with God. It shows your fear, your reverence for God, of God. It's very important. Verse um, 22 also goes on to say, Do your best to live right and to have faith, love, and peace, together with others who trust in the Lord with pure hearts. Stay away from foolish and stupid arguments. You know that these arguments grow into bigger arguments. As a servant of the Lord, you must not argue. You must be kind to everyone. You must be a good teacher, and you must be patient. Verse 25 says you must gently teach those who don't agree with you. Maybe God will let them change their hearts so that they can accept the truth. The last verse says, the devil has trapped them and now makes them do what he wants. But maybe they can wake up to see what is happening and free themselves from the devil's trap. So having read this, do you consider yourself a vessel of honor for God? Do you consider yourself a true worshiper of Christ, a follower of Christ, one who believes in the word, one who believes that the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ died for you and I so that we can be saved. God had promised that he was never going to destroy the world like he did um, at the time of Noah, right? Because Noah was really the only person in his family that he allowed to live because that was the only one that he found pure and holy and who truly served him. But because of the second agreement, the second covenant, the new covenant, when his angel who came down in the form of man 
in flesh to feel what you and I feel. Despite the miracles that he, he performed in that time, people still didn't believe or some believed it, but they there was like a jealousy, like what? Uh-uh, that doesn't sound like the time of Moses. And he said, I didn't come to change Moses' law. Not at all. I didn't come to change anything he put forth. I just come to give you grace, to show you how to live so that in the end, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, this body goes right back into the earth. We came from the earth, right? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on in earth, in earth. It didn't say on earth as it is in heaven. We are the earth. His will be done in us is what God is referring to. So we go back into the dust, but the soul, right? Our soul is borrowing these bodies that we use. Where does our soul end up? So when people say, ah, oh, when you die, you just die. Nah, not really. You're physically dead. But do you want to be spiritually dead? I don't. I definitely want to live in one of the many mansions that Christ says is in heaven. I would love to live there. When I read it, it uh, is just amazing. So I want you to say this prayer with me. Dear God, teach me the truth. Help me to understand your word so that I can apply it to my life and lead by example. Make me a vessel of honor. Use me for signs and wonders. Use me to win souls for you. Teach me thy ways, O God, and use me for your glory. Help me to be good to others, to be kind and humble, so that the people I encounter will change their ways and give their lives to you. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope this resonates. I hope this allows you to create a journey with God. And I just thank you all for listening. Stay tuned. Listen to past episodes if you haven't. And remember, put God first. God bless you all. It's your girl, Anike Atkins, and you have just listened to the Knowing God podcast. Be blessed, everyone.